Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Off the back of Tom Trevojevic's unbelievable performance, I've had a lot of messages today saying that the centre position has changed forever. Tommy Trevojevic, he's going to revolutionise the centre position. And let me tell you right now, I don't think he will. And that's not any disrespect to Tom Trevojevic. It's actually a compliment. Now, there's a number of guys who have revolutionised positions over the years. I mean, you look at the hooker position. For me, the first guy to really revolutionise this position, in my opinion, was Benny Elias out of the West Tigers. Now, you look at all the hookers that were around just before Benny Elias came onto the scene, and they were all essentially back rowers. They were just short, strong fellas, and they would also just have to hook in the scrum as well. So there was that skill set that slowly started to go out of the game, obviously. But Benny Elias, for me, he was the first halfback to play hooker. He was a hooker that would attack you from the play the ball. Yeah, and that seems like such a basic thing, but it wasn't happening in rugby league before Benny Elias. The way that he used to show the ball, dummy to either side, take them on, no one else was doing that. Kicking from dummy half was unheard of. Benny Elias, he revolutionized the game, and... He revolutionized the game, and a lot of players have been able to do that since. Nearly every single hooker coming into first grade now has a kicking game. All right, the, the ruck recognition is more important than it ever has been in rugby league. I mean, you, you, you look at Benny Elias, and you fast forward, you know, 15, 20 years later, the Tigers, they win their first premiership, the West Tigers. Their hooker, Robbie Farrer, and I mean... Don't tell me that Robbie Farrow didn't grow up watching Benny Elias and the way that he, he would ball play, the way that he would show, the way that he would go, all those sort of things that Benny was famous for. For me, Benny Elias, he revolutionized the game and it changed the hooker position forever. Yeah, and he doesn't get as much respect as what he should, Benny Elias, because as soon as he started to do it, you had guys like Steve Walters that emerged, a heap of other fellas that really ran with that and it just became the norm. And I don't think Benny Elias, he's respected as highly as what he should be for that change, but... He changed the game and he changed his position forever. But it's been a blueprint that every single hooker since has been able to copy. They might not be as skillful as Benny Elias. They might not be as tough as Benny Elias. But the way that he used to play and the way that he changed the game 
all other players have been able to copy it. And that's why you've seen over the last, you know, 20, 30 years, so many halfbacks that end up playing in the hooker because you do need to have this certain skill set. You need to be able to pass both ways. You need to be able to be deceptive. You need to have ruck recognition. You're not just a stubby, short, tough guy that can tackle. That is gone. As soon as Benny Elias stepped into the rugby league arena, that hooker was dead. Yeah, it was in the past. Benny Elias, one guy that revolutionized the game. Another guy that we quite often hear this thrown around, and I don't completely agree with it, but Billy Slater. Now, you look before Billy Slater and the fullbacks at the time, Anthony Minicello, he, he was the best fullback in our game, didn't really have the passing game, didn't really have the vision that a guy like Billy Slater did. You obviously had Darren Lockyer, who was pretty young, but he was developing into that. He then moved to 5'8", so he, he sort of missed out on that, but it was Carmichael Hunt. Now, he was the reason, essentially, why Darren Lockyer moved to 5'8", and Carmichael Hunt, he had everything. He had every single skill that Billy Slater has. Billy Slater had the better career, and Billy Slater went on to be a much better footballer. Don't get me wrong. Exciting to see Carmichael Hunt back this weekend though it's going to be thrilling but Carmichael Hunt he had the kicking game he had the passing game he would peel off threes and twos like it was no one's business Billy Slater he developed this he became the king of it and we say that Billy Slater revolutionized the game for me Billy Slater finished what Carmichael Hunt started doesn't take anything away from Billy Slater but I would put those two on about an even mantle for what they were doing but Carmichael left the game Billy Slater, he was the one that mastered the craft. Now you look at modern-day fullbacks, and they've all based their game on Billy Slater. He's the guy they watched when they were growing up. He's the guy that they've watched a heap of tape on, and they've worked on their entire lives. You look at James Tedesco. There's nothing that Billy Slater used to do that James Tedesco can't do. Same as Tom Travojevic. Now, same as a lot of the really high-class fullbacks in our game. Am I saying they're as good as Billy Slater? No, I'm not. But the skill set is very similar. There's nothing that Billy Slater used to do that the current fullbacks can't do. They're just not as good at it as what Billy Slater was. Now, those guys revolutionized the game, but other guys were able to replicate what they were doing, yeah? And that's not to take anything away from Slater, Benny Elias, these sort of guys, but they're examples of guys that revolutionized our game, but then other guys were able to copy them. Now, it's the guys that revolutionized our game that we don't appreciate as much because no one was able to copy them. And one guy that I put in this list that uh, he doesn't quite fit into that category, but he's a guy that I don't think anyone else has ever been able to emulate. We see little bits and pieces from other players that remind us of Joey Johns, but there's never been a complete package like Joey Johns. There's never been a guy with his kicking game, his goal kicking, his vision, his will to win, and his defensive efforts like a back rower. I quite often hear people com- compare like Thurston to Johns. It's not even in the same ballpark, yeah? Joey set the standard for halfbacks, especially in defense. He defended better than most back rowers. Yeah, if Joey whacked you, fuck me, did you feel it? He was a supreme defender in our game. He had every single skill set you could possibly ask for. Joey, big ass, real strong, could take you on. He's one of those guys that if his forwards weren't running the the ruck, Joey would just go and win it for you. Yeah, Joey would just go take on the line himself and win it. Brad Fittler was very similar. Uh, Brad Fittler, obviously a freakish talent. We've seen a lot of utilities like Freddie that have the same sort of skill set that are able to play 5-8, lock, second row, center, around that sort of mark. Once again, another guy that a lot of people, nearly everyone, is not as good as Freddie, but a lot of people were able to copy the same sort of skill set that he had. We had guys like Scotty Hill who were very similar. Uh, Jim Dimmick was another one that reminded me a, a lot of Freddie. We've had a lot of guys since as well but he was like a way Graham sort of type more, more of a back rower and and Freddie was more had more athleticism to him don't get me wrong but a guy like Joey no one's come close to emulating him and as a halfback I mean another guy that no one's come close to emulating is Cooper Cronk and I think this one's the most 
underappreciated one of them all. And we talk about Joey, you know, if I said to you write down Joey's skill set and it's, you know, his tackling, his passing, his kicking, his running game, you know, Joey just had everything. Cooper Cronk, Cooper Cronk brought that was so special was between his ears. Yeah, and for me, that's part of your skill set. Yeah, people might try and underplay that because the highlights are more entertaining, the chip over the tops, the kicks, the big hits, blah, 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 blah. But winning is a skill, and being mentally tough is a skill. And this is what Cooper Cronk had in spades. He was incredible, Cooper Cronk. And there's really been no one else that's even come close to being the player that Cooper Cronk was. Cameron Smith, probably the next closest. We'll talk about him in a minute. But Cooper Cronk, as far as halfbacks go, no one was consistently better than Cooper Cronk. No one was as robotic as Cooper Cronk. And you can try and use that as a negative but I'll tell you what, his robotic motion was lift up trophies, put them down, come back 12 months later, lift them up again. That's what Cooper Cronk did. Trophies, shields, awards, medals, whatever it was, Cooper Cronk was always there and thereabouts. He was a true winner. And that is a skill set that a lot of people haven't been able to emulate. Now, you look at Joey. Yeah, he revolutionized the halfback position in his time. The kicking games, they changed forever as soon as Joey entered the contest. You now see your banana kicks and your curving grubbers and all that. They're part of regular play. No one's probably as good as it as what Joey was, but they're part of your regular skill set in a halfback now. And that's not a negative to Joey. Don't think I'm being negative on Joey because of that. But there are guys that are able to copy the skill set that Joey had. They're not as good as him, but they're able to copy it. Cooper Cronk for me. I mean, here's, everyone will tell you, oh, I want to be like Cooper Cronk. I want to win like Cooper Cronk. But you don't have the determination. You don't have the patience. You don't have the nerves of steel like Cooper Cronk does just to stick to your processes when you're when you're exhausted, when your back's against the wall, when you, when you look like you're done and dusted. And this is what Cooper Cronk did better than anyone. And for me, no one's been able to replicate the way that Cooper Cronk has played. And look, to be honest with you, I don't think anyone ever will. And I know that's a controversial call to say, but I mean, if you're part of junior football, you're probably understand what I'm saying. We're never going to see a guy like Cooper Cronk again, in my opinion. We're never going to see that robotic sort of footballer that can just get through set for set for set, stick to the game plan, stick to the game plan, stick to the game plan for 15, 16, 17 years. An absolute freak, Cooper Cronk. And look, the point I'm trying to make is that a lot of people believe Tom Travojevic has revolutionized the center position. And my argument would be, yes, he has, but no one's going to be able to do what Tom Travojevic is doing. Who else in rugby league could you possibly use the way that Brad Fittler is using Tom Travojevic? I mean, he's a star fullback. You jump into center. I mean, okay, we've got Latrell Mitchell, a star fullback. He's jumping into center. Would you trust Latrell to do what Tom Travojevic was doing and roam around the field the entire night and be everywhere at the exact moment he needs to be? For me, I probably wouldn't. James Tedesco, could he be as good as center? And in that floating role as he is at fullback, I mean, I also don't think he is, to be honest with you. I personally think that the way that Tom Travojevic plays, I don't think Tedesco could emulate it. I think the way that Tedesco plays fullback is hard for Turbo to emulate sometimes because it is just on each and every play. He delivers on the big stages constantly. And you know what? Travojevic, we have seen him in origin. He constantly delivers. We want to see him really own those big finals games, which is a matter of just him staying fit. But he hasn't just yet. But for me, when I think about Tom Travojevic and the, what he did last night and the way that this center position is adapting, uh, and look, I've been saying this for a long time. I, I said this two and a half years ago. I think the center position is the most irrelevant position on the field. Uh, you could stick anyone there. Yeah, you don't need someone to stay down that corridor. You should be roaming around. You should be going about your business. Then the rules changed. Yeah, and then it all became about going through the centre third and creating space on the outside. And your strike centre came back, which I think was great for rugby league. You're talking strike centres, you're talking, you know, your Mark Gasnies, your Matt Coopers, these sort of guys from past times. I mean, Justin Hodges or Ryan Cross, these sort of guys that 
you know what, they probably weren't the best athletes, but they were genuine strike centers. And now you're seeing in the Origin Arena, and we saw it two years ago. Remember when when Freddie moved Turbo there? And everyone went, oh, what's he doing? He's playing him out of position. Turbo brained it. Freddie was a genius, yeah? Turbo was out the year after he moved Gutho there. Another guy, you all tell me, he's a freakish superstar. He didn't do so well. And everyone said, Freddie's an idiot. Why is he not picking centers? Well, he did it again the other night. You know what happened? They won by 50. And the man of the match was the center. The second best guy on the field was the other fullback they picked at center as well, Latrell Mitchell. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Look, the the positions are changing and the way that Tom Trevojevic plays, I don't think anyone can emulate it, to be honest with you. And it it reminds me of Jamie Lyon. Now, killer. Came through the Paramount Eels as an absolute freak. Sort of fell off the rails there a little bit. Went home to the country. Went over to England. Came back to the Manly Seagulls. And the way that Killer used to play was essentially as a second 5'8 at centre. And this is that that right edge for Manly was just so dangerous. It was ridiculous. They would obviously have Glenn Stewart. And then they would also have Killer out there. And you would quite often see they'd get to last tackle. And the ball would just go to Killer. And then he would play off the right edge. And you would have Brett Stewart and these guys lurking up through the middle. I know. I, I can't remember who I was talking to. One, one of the Manly boys that I interviewed and they, they said you know they used to have a call where it just meant you get the ball to, to Jamie Lyon and he kicks it back to the sticks and Brett Stewart's there and Jamie Lyon he sort of played as a 5'8 on that edge and it sort of reminded me how Rugby Union went through that phase a couple of years ago where the inside centre they might still be going through it to be honest with you I'm not completely sure I don't keep enough well, well track of it but the inside centre sort of became a second 5'8 and that was what Jamie Lyon was doing at the Manly Seagulls. And I remember watching that and going, wow, this guy, the way that he's playing, the way that the Manly, the Manly Seagulls are playing and how successful they are, he's going to change the centre position here. But you know what the problem was? No one could emulate what Jamie Lyon was doing. No one had the skill set of Jamie Lyon to play 5'8", essentially three wide. Yet no one had the skill set to play 5'8", essentially down that tram line. No one was able to do it. I mean, you, you look at the quality centers before that. I mean, you've got guys like Greg Inglis who just had this unbelievable strength, this unbelievable power, very hard to emulate, but it's just about finding the right body to be able to do that. Latrell Mitchell's able to do that now. You look at a guy like Matt Gidley. Now, his flick passes, they were unbelievable. So hard to handle, so hard to defend. He just had a way of getting himself free and unleashing that ball. And you see so many guys that are able to do that now. I see Joey Manu do that week in, week out. But when Matt Gidley used to do it, it was unbelievable. Now, name me another center who was essentially a second 5'8", like what Jamie Lyon was. And this is where guys revolutionize positions, but then the rest of the crowd isn't good enough to keep up with them. So it fades away in that one player because guys aren't able to emulate what that one player is doing. They're simply too good at their job, too good at what they're doing for other guys to keep up with them. So they have to find other ways to transition around it. Jamie Lyon was one of those. And I think you're going to find Tom Travojevic at center is going to be another one of those. Now, there's a number of guys in rugby league that when you let them play center, I think you should let them float like Tom Travojevic. I think that Jack Bird fits into that category. I think Joey Manu fits into that category. Obviously, Tom Travojevic, he's not playing center at club land because he essentially plays a role. He played for New South Wales the other night for the Manly Seagulls. Just Tom is popping up here, there, and everywhere. Joey Manu is a guy that I think could play that role sensationally. Could he do it to the level 
that Tom Trevojevic does? I don't think so. I don't think he has the same awareness. He's got a completely different skill set, and it's an unbelievable skill set. Do not get me wrong. But I don't think he's the guy that is able to do what Tom Trevojevic is able to do at the moment. I don't think there's anyone else that could do what Turbo's doing at the moment. I mean, you look at, for a long time, Jason Taumalolo. I mean, when, when, when he moved to lock, and he was essentially a front rower. You can all tell me he was locked because he had 13 on his back. Big whoop. Look, no one else was able to do what he was doing at the time. No one else was able to make those meters. No one else was able to play those long minutes. And for so long, he was the only guy that was able to do it. He's breaking records left, right, and center. And, and, and he still is. He still is the best at it, no doubt about it. But then you've got guys like Payne Haas that come along. And for me, I think you are going to see more and more of these guys start to come along. Obviously, you've got David Fafita in the back row. He, he, he's not the same sort of character as these fellas. He's not a, he's, he's not a middle forward. But you've got guys like Tao Malolo, Payne Haas, and these guys are slowly starting to change it, but there is still just Tao Malolo. He is the main guy. Payne Haas is just behind him. He's nowhere near as consistent as Tao Malolo. Tao Malolo is able to do this week in, week out, and he's a guy that sort of revolutionized the lock position for a little bit there. We went from a ball playing 13, from a sort of a second 5'8", sort of 13, into the Jason Tao Malolo mold, and then all of a sudden you saw every football team going, fuck, look at the meters he's making. We, we've got to do that. And then you had, you know, your Isaac Lewis, you had Aiden Tolman jumping into 13. You had all these fellas that are out and out front rowers jumping into Jersey 13. And, you know, long guru followers will know that in the midst of that, about halfway through 2018, we said, look, there's got to be a change here soon. It is becoming too robotic. The only times that these top teams have struggled is when you don't throw your simple block shake at, at them. You need guys in the middle that can move the ball around. You saw in 2018, the Roosters, they moved Victor Radley. Soon, Cam Murray explodes at 13. Brandon Smith was soon to follow. A heap of these guys that are now dominating the NRL. And now you're starting to look at the Jason Taumalolo front, uh, number 13, and sort of going, oh, it's a little bit outdated, isn't it? I mean, is Taumalolo running for 300 metres a game? Cowboys lose. Uh, Taumalolo breaks record, wins a Dalian medal. Cowboys don't make the top eight. Like, it's... It's the, the game is always changing, and there's guys that are able to revolutionize positions, and it might only be for a short time because this game is always changing, and coaches are too smart. They're always looking for little advantages. But when I look at the way that Tom Travojevic is playing right now, people tell me that this center position, it's been revolutionized, it's going to change forever. I, I don't think it will be. I really don't. I don't think anyone's going to be able to get close to doing what Tom Travojevic is doing. I think it's got Jamie Lyon written all over it. We're going to be blown away. We're going to be amazed. We're going to look for the next guy to play this role, same as we look for the next Jamie Lyon who could play a second 5-8 role. I don't think we're going to find it. And I think also it's it's harder to do at club level. I think it's much harder to do at club level. Origin, it's a one-off occasion. There's, it's hard to get tape on these guys. It's all about getting that guy up for those three games a year to play that roaming role and just be alive on every single play. And I think Freddie is the perfect sort of guy to be able to do this. And he was the perfect guy two years ago, yeah? He wasn't last year. And you know what? You, you all tell me how great Clint, Clint Gutherson is, and I believe he is a good footballer. He's really so. I don't think he's a true winner like your Tom Travojevic, your James Tedesco's. I don't think he's of that class, but that's not an insult to Gutho, as I've always said. But... You, you had centers that weren't able to play that role. They simply weren't. Tom Travojevic, he just does it so well. Whenever he's put in that position, he absolutely dominates. And on the biggest stages against, you know what, New South Wales were favorites, but it was a worse Queensland team that beat them last year. And I mean, now I'm starting to look at the correlation between this manly side not having Tom Travojevic. They look like ass. The Blues have Tom Travojevic in that roaming role in 29, and we win that series. We don't have him in 2020. We get beat by the worst Queensland team of all time, apparently. He comes back 2021. We win 50-6 to six in Queensland. And he is in absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. He scores the first try standing at right centre. But then outside of that, 
He's just popping up through the middle everywhere. He almost made James Tedesco irrelevant. This has been the best guy in our game over the last three years. This has been the guy that has owned all of the biggest stages and all of the biggest moments at Rugby League over the last three or four years. And Tom Travojevic, he just left him as a pedestrian last night. It was unbelievable to see how well he played. So incredibly impressive. And, you know, another guy, a name that I could throw up here is Cameron Smith. Now, for so many years... You had all these hookers trying to compete with Cameron Smith. No one could be Cameron Smith. Every hooker that was playing in the NRL at the time took a little bit here and there from Cameron Smith. I mean, Mick Ennis, he had that sort of grubbiness, that that tenacious sort of side to him. Smith always has, but he's not as open about it. You got Robbie Farrow, who's got that unbelievable skill set, which Cameron Smith also had. You had Jake Friend, who would just tackle his heart out day in, day out, which Cameron Smith would do. You had all these hookers around the league competing for the second best hooker spot. You then had Josh Hodgson come along who had the same sort of skill set as Cameron Smith, if not potentially more skilled at one point of his career, but he doesn't have all the other aspects. And Cameron Smith, he he was the full package as a hooker. Now, Harry Grant, I think he's going to be the closest thing to Cameron Smith we've ever seen, but I still don't think he's going to be better than Cameron Smith. I still don't think he's going to be in the same ballpark as Cameron Smith, to be perfectly honest with you. Cameron Smith was a consistent winner. He had what Cooper Cronk had there as well. He's got all the skill in the world, Harry Grant, and it's going to be interesting to watch how he develops. But I'm sorry, Cameron Smith, he was the same footballer essentially in 2020 as he was in 2008. He was playing the exact same game and dominating it the exact same way. An incredible footballer that, you know, we all, you can sit there and watch tape on Cameron Smith for hours and sit there with your hooker and explain it to him and show him what he does. But a matter of doing it is a completely different thing. And I think there'll be a lot of NRL coaches that will now be looking around their club, looking around other clubs. Where can we get this Tom Travojevic floating sort of player? And I think sooner rather than later, coaches are going to realize he's the dude. It's not about the role he played. It's about the player. He is just such a rare talent that I don't think it can be emulated. The main comparison I've had with him is to Jamie Lyon. He was like a second 5'8 for the Manly Seagulls out on the right edge. And we all thought it was unbelievable. This is going to be the new sort of center. No one could compete with Killer. Now, you, you might not even remember those conversations because they literally get buried as soon as people realize, fuck, we can't find another one of him. What he does is so unique to what everyone else is able to do that everyone else is irrelevant. No one else can do what Killer's able to do. So we went back to that normal sort of center. Jamie Lyon, the skill set he had, the kicking game, the ball-playing ability, he was just an unbelievable footballer. He took in so many skill sets of guys from the last 20-odd years of rugby league and was combined into one and then had a better skill set than most of the 5'8s in the competition. An unbelievable footballer, same as Tom Dravojevic. For me, he has revolutionized the position, but it's not going to matter because no one else is going to be able to do it, in my opinion. This is a Tom Dravojevic thing, not a center thing. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.